0: Art International presents Fresh Talk. Conversations about creativity in the 21st century. A contemporary artist from North Carolina, Jennifer Ray, has been based in Berlin for the past eight years with her husband Jason Forrest, aka DJ Donna Summer. We'll hear more from him later. Jen is an amazing artist whose work sometimes shows up in the branding of Jason's music. She's shown her art in museums and galleries in the cities, including New York, Berlin, and Paris. I met Jen when we were both living in Atlanta and was lucky to reconnect with her now just before she moves back to New York City. Jen, you depict fierce women in a realm that's been described as both dystopian and magical. And in Freeze Magazine a couple of years ago, you talked about the importance of having something broken in the landscapes you create? I, I basically term it as failure.
1: Um, so I, some people read these figures in my work as idealized. And yes, they're very attractive, but I, I always think about the setting as something that's been built up and is breaking down. And I also consider the figures as people that make mistakes. And I represent that symbolically by having things crumbling, things spilling over, people stepping on glass or breaking into things, knocking things down. Because to me, I mean, I'm not interested in perfection at all. And I think that my figures, I consider them rebellious figures. And when you are a rebel, you know, you you break things. <laughs> and it's not an always a very attractive outcome. So to me, that's very
0: important. It's sort of a, a bit of
1: an allegory.
0: What... Artists and art genres are showing up in your work. What has influenced you? Oh, there's just, it's just countless. I mean, when I was a, a kid, my, my father was studying art a little bit
1: in university, and we had this book called Art, Music, and Ideas. And so when I was younger, I, I looked at this big book quite a bit because it was basically an art history book. So, I mean, I think I have a foundation of kind of classic art pieces and then later, after university, or they, sorry, they say university here, after college, I think I started to kind of look around me and kind of take on more pop cultural influences. And I was just thinking recently when I moved to Berlin, I watched the movie The Hunger again. I, I had seen it before, and I'd watched it, and I thought, mm, okay, well, this is a very good jumping off place because, I mean, I love Catherine Deneuve, and she's so fantastically wonderful in that movie and it focuses on her and I mean the costuming is absolutely amazing so for some reason I feel like that was a little bit of a trigger for my current work and then other than that you know I mean I I really enjoyed Roxy music I really (laughs) really like and they influence a little bit and also reading and studying about different women along the way that have just bucked the system and and you know either through um Rebel groups, acts of terrorism, I mean, you name it. Just just women that were trying to kind of make their own society. Whether or not that failed or
0: was a triumph, either way, I'm, I'm interested in that concept. So the women that figure yes, in your compositions, how do they represent your personal mythology?
1: Well, I have always drawn women. And I've always drawn them in in a way, in a similar way that I do now, even. I create kind of an alter ego. And I've always done this. I mean, I even got in trouble about it when I was a kid. <laughs> My grandmother um, asked me like, what What was I doing drawing these women all the time? I, I think it was really a way to create some sort of heroic environment for myself and to show women as, as heroes. I mean, I think it goes back so far. I, re- I don't really know where it comes from. Maybe it begins the way it does for a lot of young women when they draw women in costumes or in certain situations maybe it goes back that far and then when I was in college you know I studied all the regular things that everybody does and actually my professor was an abstract expressionist my painting professor so I did all that and then after I graduated after some time went past I thought well let me take the knowledge that I have from school but you know combine it with really my first love and then since there was really nothing stopping me. (laughs) I kind of built on, on creating this mythology, but I just, I'm always interested in showing women in these powerful situations and, and, and yeah, creating my own worlds. I mean, that's, that's a lot of fun. And again, not, not a world that's perfect, a world that is textured and multi-layered. I'm really, really interested in that. And I think that's the difference. You know, when you reach a certain point, you've, gather enough information to make something that's like that. You know, it's not the simplistic drawing of a pretty lady that you did when you were a kid. You know, it's obviously
0: morphed into something for me that's much deeper. And you've said that you were interested in women who misbehave.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I am, because I think it's a lot more difficult. Um, You know, women misbehave a lot now, but I still think that we have a lot of restraints And then a lot of times when I'm studying women historically that have kind of gone against the main trends for women, I think, wow, that takes a lot (laughs) of work to do something that's just different than what everybody else is
0: doing. It's a very kind of heroic act. So your work is research-based. Do you have a particular reference to the series you're working on now? The series I'm working on now touches a little bit on sci-fi, my father was
1: always interested in science fiction when I was a kid. He had it we had a closet full of of books, paperback after paperback. And I have never liked science fiction. I've never I've barely ever read any. But I love the covers. <laughs> I have to say I love the covers. And it's really a very cheesy art form. The more I'm repulsed by something I find myself circling back to it. It's very weird. For instance, my husband loves Roger Dean. He did the album covers for Yes. They're horrible. They're these awful psychedelic okay. nightmares. So I, I was like, Jason's like, oh my god, Roger Dean. I was like, oh, yeah. He, he kind of led me back into this kind of sci-fi thing. And I and then I realized that there were there was a whole group of women that that wrote about you know science fiction. Also, I'm really influenced by Angela Carter. She's a British writer, she's a feminist and she wrote science fiction as well. She also heavily influenced me when I moved here. I read a lot of her work.
0: So what was it about being in Berlin that made things happen differently inside your head?
1: Well, first of all, Berlin is a very (laughs) uh, crumbling, decayed city with so many layers of history you can't even keep up. I mean, one minute you're thinking about one thing and then you realize that something has taken the place of it in Berlin and something entirely different has started over. And I, I'm really um fascinated by that idea, the history of the city and also the survival of the people here in the city, which kind of maybe triggered something with me. People trying to pull themselves together in a ruined dystopian landscape. I mean that's Berlin too. And in a way, you know, as soon as Berlin would get itself back together, something else would happen. And so I, I, I was interested in this idea. And also, there are not a lot of rules here. I mean, they make rules, but they're pretty loose. <laughs> There's a lot of freedom here. And also, the city is populated by people that are just trying to, I don't want to say reinvent themselves, but I think exploring things about themselves that only maybe an expat can do. You kind of leave your old self behind and and you can, I don't know, you're free to explore some darker corners of yourself. And I find that very, very freeing. So Berlin definitely has heavily, heavily influenced my work.
0: How has your interest in performance come to play in your exhibitions? I noticed at least one of your projects there opened with a very dramatic performance art event.
1: I, when I started doing performance, I my basic idea was to make a tableau vivant. So I started off with that concept. Um, but what I really also wanted to do is make the drawings come to life. It's about creating in space what's happening in the drawings. Now, I mean, of course, I can only go so far with my budget. <laughs> I mean, I'd love to have a, a big movie style budget to truly make a drawing come to life. But I think I do a pretty good job. And the nice thing about the performances is that I can gather a lot of women together, a, a lot of local women, and they really mean something to me. A lot of them are friends. And of course, when you put when you put makeup and costumes, I mean, that transforms people, obviously. I mean, I, I think of them as very glamorous. But in actuality i mean they're attractive women but they all they all have different jobs they're not they're not just vacant they're not models they're people that are writers actors singers historians one's a video editor one has her own television show i mean they're really a varied bunch so for me it was important to bring the drawings to life but also populate the performances with like real people that have real strength and are, and are interesting. Somebody suggested that I use dancers or models at the beginning, and I considered it. And I thought, you know, Berlin has so many interesting women in it. It's just full of people. And they, these women, unlike other cities where people are very rushed, people here always have time to devote a little bit to a project. And that's fantastic. I mean, we really work together as a team. So that's something that, that also comes into play with the performances. But I also wanted to create a spectacle. You know, they're very, one thing that, of course, you're not going to get necessarily um, from v- viewing the photographs is they're heavily sound oriented. So they're loud and dramatic. And and the women also are very, you know, they're very powerful. And that sometimes they're pushing people out of the way to make way for what they're doing. And it's in the earlier performance, it was always very important for me to say to the performers, okay, you're in the space, but you're doing what you want to do. It's not about the audience. You're not pandering to the audience. You're not smiling at them. You're not looking at them. You don't care about the audience. You're know, you simply doing what you feel like doing in the moment. So it was very important also with the performances to depict this concept. I mean, I made a conscious effort to work on paper with watercolor and I have to say that, you know, when, when I know, I mean, I never did this at art school because, you know, they don't want you to work with watercolor. It's laughable. I mean, if I had gone to my professor and said, I want to work on paper and watercolor, he would have just thought I was nuts. I mean, I actually had to go and learn watercolor technique off campus with a bunch of old people at like basically kind of a retirement home. (laughs) (laughs) Because nobody wanted to teach that because, you know, you, you you use watercolor as a kid, you know, you just have like a paint box. And then when you're in school, they want you to use oils and acrylics, which I did use. I mean, I, I even won this, you know, I won this contest in acrylics or whatever, but then I really, again, I kind of wanted to get back to working with materials that I really loved, really embraced. And that was, that was paper and, um, And I use these Japanese pens and then I have, um, you know, professional watercolors. So that was really important. That's an important component.
0: Tell me what we'll find in your new book. The new
1: book, Ain't We Got Fun, is a chance for me to put out a book that shows um, the time that I've been in Berlin. And it gives a pretty big overview of the performances and the drawings um, I even do video, but it didn't make it to the book. But I, I went with Gestalt and Publishing because they also are really spread out all over the world. I really wanted a chance to basically get my work out there. The thing about working in the contemporary art world is sometimes you produce something in it and it, you know, it's it's doesn't get out there as much as you'd like. It's a, It's an
0: overview and yet it's something hopefully enjoyable at the same time and you have an exhibition coming up in new york when you get back yeah i have a a show
1: during they have a a gallery week in chelsea in new york so i have a a show there and it's it's just some new pieces i'm not even sure if i have a title yet it might just be called gen ray so i'm working on a couple of new large-scale pieces and then i have um a show back here in Berlin. Well, I have a show in Vienna and then a show in Berlin that'll also have a lot of works from collectors in Berlin. And then the Vienna show is, um, is a group show of international artists, mostly women. And it's, at, it's with Lisa Reuter, I don't know if you know her, but she's a, a really
0: great artist from, from New York. What are your plans for the return? Particularly, what are your goals for when you get back to the States? That's a very
1: that is a very complicated question. I mean, we love 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 Berlin, and we won't really leave it entirely. I mean, I mean, I do need I need Berlin to be honest. Creatively, I think I do need Berlin. But we lived in New York before, and you know, New York has something obviously that you can't find anywhere else. I mean, it has a incredible energy, and making your work here is fantastic, and showing your work. But I think sometimes you need just a little extra something that you get from a city like New York. In a way, it's kind of time to come back. Although we still, my husband and I still wrestle with this idea. You know, should we or shouldn't we? We have a fantastic artistic life here, especially. That's the thing about living in Berlin. I remember the first time I could write down on different forms that, you know, I'm an artist. That's that's what I do only. And I'm. it's very difficult to do that in the U.S. I mean, it really is. And I salute anyone that can do it it's just a very hard thing to do I always had like multiple I always had a job
0: Listening to Fresh Talk with Jen Ray. Read more about Jen and hear other podcasts in this series on FreshArtInternational.com.